Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember, together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering room. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, Four Beer Sports Talk, and a whole lot more. Show 228, joined tonight by Jim Schworn, the producer, the sound guy, the whole bit, the uh, AKA Jimmy Valentine music mogul. He's the guy who makes us sound good on a on a weekly basis, a couple times a week. Tonight, brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Jim, busy summer's coming to an end. Before we get going here, I want to ask you a simple question. When to you is the last day of summer? Uh, now, it used to always be today, actually, last day, because then you go back to school tomorrow. So last day of uh, summer was, you know, uh, Labor Day Monday. 100%. Yeah. Technically, it's the t- September 22nd, but, you know, real life has to start up before that. So it's uh, it's always been, yeah, uh, Labor Day no, hundred percent. Like uh, I, I've always had a, a bit of a thing with the the Little League World Series was kind of my last day of summer, uh, just for selfish reasons. But now as I get a little bit older, like a lot older, uh, the uh, Labor Day Monday, man, that is it. The the kids are back in school, school zones are in everything else, and just it just seems there's a different vibe around everywhere. Uh, no yeah. matter if you're a, a, a adult or a kid or whatever it is, Labor Day Monday, that is. It for uh, for summertime, uh, Jim. Uh, what I saw you—you you just hoist. You said you had some trouble finding some beers tonight. That's where we're a little bit late getting going here. Uh, <sighs> where did you finally find some beers? What finally happened, and what are you drinking? I'm drinking this 33 Acres uh, Pale Ale, Pale Ale, West Coast. Uh, good stuff. And well, holiday Monday, so everywhere is closed at five right now. Yeah, BC's a bit different than it is in Alberta. Yeah, yeah, yeah no right. So I went to a couple different spots, and yeah, everywhere it's just turn turning lights out, everything swept, no one to be seen. It didn't even realize that it was going to be an issue. You know, last day of summer, right? So you think one, <laughs> one would think that it'd be multiple places open, just to, to the, the last little gulps of summer and everything else would be going on. I can't understand why that. Well, I, I do. I lived in BC for a long time, so I, I do kind of yeah. get it. Alberta, okay. she's wide open. Oh, yeah, locked go and get it. Just go nuts. Going. Go, go here. Go there. Everything else. Uh, Jim, the uh, 
get to this segment uh, brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Um, the the big debate this week in Major League Baseball, I don't think it is, but uh, it's it's a, it's a thing across baseball. And we talked about it in the past about the, the thing in, in hockey. It's the, the most valuable player debate versus the most outstanding player debate. To me, it, it it's a no brainer that this year that Judge, Aaron Judge is going to be the, the most valuable player because his team right now, the New York Yankees, are holding on to first place for for dear for dear life because of of what he's been doing and how he's um, carried the team on his back throughout the season. He's got 54 home runs now, 117 RBIs. And to me, he's the most valuable player because he's holding his team together. He's uh, you got other people are saying that Shohei Otani is the most valuable player because of what he's doing. Uh, it's the Babe Ruth debate. He's a pitcher. He's hitting. He's doing it all. Uh, he that He's the most valuable player. Is it time, Jim, that that sports in general follows the CFL debate or the CFL the way they do things, not the debate, the CFL way of doing things, where they say they have the most outstanding player, not most valuable player? Because they're two definite, distinct things. The most outstanding player will be the Otani play for, for as long as he keeps playing because what he does in pitching and hitting. And in hockey, you have McDavid, the way he is just – ungodly every night does, just does better things. than he's just better, better than, than everybody him. else and then you had lebron back in it but back not that many years ago he's a little worn down now but oh. the most outstanding player of the uh, of of each sport should there be a most outstanding player and the most valuable player because they're, they're two definite definitely distinct different things oh 100 there should be um because when you you play the game to win the game right so how valuable can you be if you're either barely making the playoffs or not making the playoffs at all, or at best going second round, there's a difference between numbers and then backing up those numbers. So you could put up the craziest numbers ever, but you don't make any noise when it comes down to brass tacks and way to go. You had however many hits, however many home runs, however many goals, but you're sitting on your couch watching some other guy win the title you were supposed to win. So it it's, Value is about results and outstanding is more about numbers and how, you know, it's uh, the wow factor and not the you got things done. Well, that's the thing I would judge. He, he, like I said, he's holding the uh, the Yankees in first place. He scored all the runs for the Yankees this past weekend when they were they were in. Yes, I'm a Yankee lover, obviously. Well, obviously. But he but he scored all all the runs for for the the Yankees this weekend when they're in Tampa. Hit a home run today again, uh, and uh, against Minnesota, 117 RBIs. He's probably he's got a chance to win a triple crown, and his team is probably going to the playoffs. Yeah, Otani, on the other hand. King of a third world country. Yes, he's great doing things that we haven't seen before, but his team is, is 28 games below 500. Yeah. They're not going to the playoffs. They're not going to playoffs anytime soon. So what, what what's the value for the player on that team? Like it, it, it doesn't make sense to me. People, people are saying, oh, Tony's the MVP. He's outstanding. Probably, yeah. pro- probably doing things that judge isn't doing, but oh, totally. it, it's for, for people to say he's the most outstanding player or va- most valuable player. Well, well, what's his value then? What's his value? His if he's value not, his team's not making the playoffs. Right? So 
they would be they wouldn't be in the playoffs with them, or they're not in the playoffs with him. They're not in the playoffs without yeah, him. He's not it, making it doesn't a much matter. He's not making a difference. There's a difference between a, a spectacle and a winner, right? There's there's a guy who brings you in because you're interested, or there's a guy who brings people in because you win. So if you want to go because you go to a game because you want to see Otani throw and then hit a home run, yeah, sure that makes sense. But more people are probably going to go to a Yankees game because they're winning than if judge was hitting all these home runs, but they're still losing. Like no matter what, and that's they, how you build a fan base too. You have fun winning. People have remember that. Hey, remember we won this year. We won that year. That's how you build a fan base and a bigger fan base and grow your fan base and make a more loyal fan base. That's, and that's going to go longer than having a spectacle player who sure I'll admit he's incredibly talented, but how long does that last? And the team's going nowhere. So how he's going nowhere. What, what's what's what like what you like what you said? What's right. his value? What right. is his value to? Because well, let's to and the then franchise. let's say he signs he signs anywhere else once his contract's up. Are there very many Angels fans still? Probably not. There's Otani fans. So he doesn't. He's not valuable because he he doesn't have the same value as Judge does because Judge is actually backing it up backing up his numbers judge is putting his team in the playoffs in spite of how the Yankees are playing Otani they would and the angel would miss the playoffs with or without him no matter what as, right. as they have this year right he's you know, not a game changer he he's just a, it's, a, it's a different thing it's a different yes there, there's there's other other people obviously on the Yankees that are better than people on, on the angels but judge in the last two months the Yankees have been terrible he has to put that put put a team on his back and he's got 54 home runs gonna he's, he's probably going to beat the, the Yankee record the American League record for home runs in a season it, it's it, it's it's amazing that there's still people who think that Otani's the MVP is he the most outstanding probably like he, we, we talked about this probably this time last year when you're looking for content this time of the year uh yeah. if you if you wanted to give the MVP for the next five years, you, you could probably give it to uh, Connor McDavid right off the hop for the season even starts. No one, no one's touching that guy uh, as it goes. Like you, you, it's how he, cause he's just that much better than everybody else in the league. So that's mm-hmm. why I, I really believe there should be the most outstanding player and the most valuable player and have a definite distinction between the two. 100%. Well, and I, I have a weird thing. I have a hard time saying that McDavid should always be the MVP. Obviously he's just the best player in the league, but ugh, I, unless he leaves Edmonton, he's not winning a cup and uh, he's never going to be the greatest oiler to ever live. That's just, there's no way. So it's, it's, it's one of those things where his legacy, no matter what, just isn't quite, the, it's not going to be the same in my opinion, at least. Where, where do you think like, if, if he were to win one, Let's just say they like with the Jack Campbell acquisition that they have. They finally have a goaltender in Edmonton, which they have not had since since um, McDavid's been there. It's his sixth year, I think it is now. Um, Let's just say somehow, some way, the Edmonton Oilers can pull one out of their ass because they have two of the best players in the game. Let's just say that somehow this year they they win one. I don't know how. I don't know how, but for sake of a podcast conversation, yeah that they win it, where would you put McDavid in the hierarchy of Edmonton Oilers all time? Best he can ever do is two. Well, yeah. like, But I'd maybe two or three. 
again, yeah, like this year, this if it happens to say this year, yeah, for sure. If it happens at the tail end of his career, then well, it doesn't mean as much because he's not playing as big of a role most most likely. But if we're saying that they win somehow, somehow pull it off this year, then I'd probably put him at number two or three. So you're going all these Gretzky one, Messier two, yeah, McDavid would be three with with one Stanley Cup. Yeah. Well, the numbers he's putting up and how great he is, I I, I might agree with you a little bit, but the, man, there's some guys who won a lot of Stanley Cups. Oh, there's some guys, but Glenn Anderson and Grant Fuhrer and everything else. Oh, totally. And, and but what, like, but where does that put Drysaddle as well, though? He's been the number well, dry two. Side, dry side also has an MVP and a scoring title as well. Exactly. Second, so is it, be is the it, second best player in the two, league. Is it a two A two B kind of kind of situation with 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 the Oilers? It, it might be. I think Messi is overrated. Still, I, I I don't I don't know why. I have no idea. I have no. It's no, just your thing. It's my thing. I'm not a Messi yeah. guy. I don't know what <laughs> it is. Um, like you, you go to the NBA now. Jim with the MVP, MOP. Um, LeBron ranked up there for a lot of years as one of the best players of all uh, uh, in the league. Mm-hmm. How many MOPs would he would he won? And is the MVP is it kind of given out in the NBA in a, in a in a in a situation where they don't give it out a lot to the same guy in the NBA? They, they try kind of, not to. Yeah. They, they kind of spread the wealth. You got to do something. Uh, yeah. Well, and they out really of this do world to get the MVP. In, yeah. They, unless if yeah, they really factor in your team's record as well, though. Unless if you've done something that is just like unthinkable, right? Because like when Westbrook won it, it wasn't there. They were, I think, a fifth seed or a sixth seed, but like he averaged a triple double for the first time since Oscar Robertson. He had like a record breaking year, broke all these records. So they were like, you know what? Yeah. And uh, I don't think many people were super upset with that, but say he's down 9.8, 9.8 instead of 10 and 10, then maybe it would have been a different story. Probably wouldn't have won it that year. Just slightly different numbers. Cause Steph Curry's the best player in the league. Yeah. Without like a they, doubt. They, they win. They, they're, they're right there every year. They, they, they're, they're, they're close to winning every year. Other than the year that they had the, yeah, he was injured, and they just called and said, "Fuck, we're not going to win." So let's not bother. Let's not yeah. bring him back. Curry to me is the best player in the league. I don't watch 100%. a lot of NBA, but he his team's always in the championship. He plays the most games. He's always yeah. right there. He's not a he's not a nozzle. He doesn't cause trouble on his team. To me, he's the best player in the league. Yeah, he's somehow the most. I think one of the most overlooked players in the league. I think it's also that whole he blew up so much that everyone it was kind of like. Oh well, we you just don't think about him because he's just always there. But yeah, so like Curry could ar- you could argue every single year that he should be winning the MVP. But I think that I think that a uh, MOP would definitely change a lot of the way certain players go about the game as well. There wouldn't be as much, arguably, as much uh, uh, stat inflating that goes on where guys just go play hero ball and try and drop 37 a game and all that, not caring about their uh, team's record, but just their own. Cause uh, most outstanding player probably still wouldn't have the same give off the same feel that an MVP would. So, Hey, you can go for this lesser award or you could win some games. 
that's a really good point, Jim. That, that there's 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 stack guys. I mean, A Rod was a stack guy when he played for the mm-hmm. Yankees, and there was there, there's all all kinds of stack guys. Mike Trout's kind of a stack guy. He's a great player, hundred percent. And and there 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 are stack guys who can just rack up points. And your team does nothing, and, and maybe if there would be these guys like Kevin Durant would be more probably the biggest nozzle of the summer. That guy, yeah. But there, there might be more guys uh, if there was. Because they just play for money, they don't play for championships. In, in my no, opinion, it's it's not. They if there was less stat guys, um, and there was a separate award where they would get money for it, they would probably actually be more of a team oriented player. Yeah, totally. I I think so. I think that with the way free agency is now too, that a, a championship, not that it doesn't mean anything, but it means significantly less than it did when you could just go and go to whatever team you want and team up with whoever you want. And then you have a, like, there's no, I'm, I'm, I miss seeing someone retire in the same Jersey they were drafted in. Uh, that's not a thing anymore. And that's not probably not going to be a thing for a really long time. Yeah. It's, and so it's now crazy. a championship it, doesn't mean as much either because, well, you don't watch this. You don't see, see the same team uh, year after year after year. You don't see the same guys. So for the fans, it means less. And also for the players, well, Oh, it didn't work out this year. Well, we'll just go over there and do it. They won last year. Why don't I just do that? Oh, it didn't work. They traded him. Well, I'll go to where they traded him. I'll just keep signing one, two, three year contracts and then whatever. And if it's not working, I could just tell them that they're going to trade me and I'm not going to play if they don't. And then. It's funny that you say that Jim talking about guys who don't uh, like you're uh, the guys who don't stick around with the team and they're going free agency and everything else. And there was something I read today on uh, online. It was a Jordan thing. It was funny. He said uh, a reporter asked him how, how he thinks that the, the, uh, the Jordan bulls would have done, done against the LeBron Lakers. And uh, Jordan said, well, we would have won, you oh, know, yeah. but by three or four. And then they said, well, why so close? And then Jordan said, well, most of us are 60 now, you know? So yeah. it's, it's, it's quite funny that Jordan still has that competitive edge and still believes he could probably win, which I yeah. actually do believe they would have. Uh, it, it's just funny how you say that, that guys don't stick around in the legacy thing, which I, I don't understand why like these guys are rich beyond belief and what, why they don't try to win championships because people people will never remember what your bank account said they'll remember when you go to um get your your jersey retired and stanley cups uh name of stanley cup and everything else jim what like why do you think these players do this why, why do they move around so much more now than they did back before you were born like you heard these legacy teams that that were why do you think they move around so much more especially in the nba in the nba um, I think the second Durant did it and then DeMarcus Cousins did it the next year. I think when Durant did it and it worked, I think that everyone just kind of said, wait, wait, whoa, you can do that. That's when it really started getting out of hand. I think it started when LeBron went to Miami though, in free agency. I think that's the when decision, it yeah. all st- the decision is when it kind of started, but then you saw, yeah, like when, uh, LeBron took down the uh, 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember, together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Warriors and then with Durant and then Irving went to Boston the next year. And then two years later went to Brooklyn and then this and this, and then and you just kept switching over. And then, you know, you see all these guys who think they're bigger than they are. Right. Irving didn't want to be LeBron's sidekick. Well, what'd you do when you left him? Didn't do a whole lot. So maybe prove that you don't have to be before you go out and say that you are. So I think, yeah, I think it really started ultimately when LeBron did the big decision, but then he, um, Oh, that was a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Just the way he did it was bad for him. It, and I, I never liked him since that. It was bad, bad yeah. form when he, well, did and he's even said, he's like, yeah, I don't, I wish I didn't. I wish that I would have just, but yeah, that, that wasn't a good look, but say what you will about him. Out of all these guys who constantly switch teams and whatnot, he has never been traded and played out every single contract he's been on. I think that's going to change. Yeah. I think there's a reason why that the deal that Cleveland made with Utah, trading draft picks and blah, 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 this mm. past week, mm. I think that LeBron James is going to end up with the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2025 with Bronny, with his when, son playing there. If his son makes it to the league, that's Doesn't the thing matter. Too. Doesn't matter. Right, Doesn't if he's matter there, if he's good the, enough. If, if he's LeBron's there, he's playing, there. If LeBron's playing, so will Bronny. True, 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 true. Here, when, when is his contract up, though? Uh, no, it's two years, so 2024. Yeah, I'm searching it up. So, yeah, he'll... he'll yeah, two, two years, he's off. Yeah, 2025 is he's when his contract's four, two up. Two years at 46 per. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. In, Bronny uh, and Bronny and LeBron play for the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2025. Mark my words. I think he's playing this, uh, this contract sorry. out. He's playing this contract out and then he's going to go to Cleveland. There'll That's be a trade be. going somewhere. Somehow. I don't think he's trading. I think that he's going to play this contract out and then go play with Bronny. Yeah, that's my my thoughts. Anyways, uh, Jim, before we get on to the next segment here about Manscaped and Manscaped.com, um, what would you have done? You've heard Dave Dave's conversation about it. You've heard uh, Jim at Fan of the Van podcast, what he said about it. What would you have done if you were the GM, president, owner, whatever it is of the Brooklyn Nets? What would you have done with Kevin Durant with his outlandish demands and this and that? What would you have done, Jim Shorn? Pack your bags. We'll get something for you. Trade them. You're gone. See ya. Instant. Just, I, 
I don't need that. We've lost with you. We can lose without you. Maybe we'll find someone who actually cares about winning and not about uh, trying to prove that he's better than LeBron. So uh, yeah, pack your bags, man. We'll uh, we'll give you a call. That's what I would do. No, it, it's uh, unbelievable how they they let these guys get away with murder like that. Not murder. I mean, it's a different. But thing. we got some crazy no, shit going up here in in Western Canada right now. So I shouldn't say murder because there's, yeah. there's some really weird crap going on around here. But yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's crazy that uh, Durant these guys get away with it year after year after year and don't win. And I, 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 I do not understand it. I, I will never understand it. How these guys demand such high salaries and they don't do anything. I, yeah. I, I will never right. understand it. I trade you. For, I'll try, I trade him for a young guy, and then I start building a young core. That way, we can actually build like a winning team that people will be able to attach to. Build everything up. That's how you do it. You don't. You're going to find a guy who's just going to cause problems. Well, I'll find a young guy who will do that, and I'll trade him for more. Yeah, you don't need those kind of headaches. I, I totally agree with you. That, that's what I would have done too. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Be sure to go to Manscaped.com. Use one four promo code one four two zero escaped at Manscaped.com today. I'm not doing that read tonight. No. Hi there, it's Dave from 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. We decided to give Brent a break and give me the read tonight for Manscaped. Manscaped is uh, happy to join up with us for the Nut Up Challenge. We're going to feature some of the most clutch moments in sports history by athletes who nutted up and went legend. Be sure to vote for your favorite moments on Twitter and Nut Up as well with Manscaped going to manscaped.com and using our promo code 1420scaped today. Hey, it's Brent from the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. For all of you out there who like to have a little skin on the game, go to betus.com to make all your sports wagers. BetUS.com has all the sportsbook options available at your fingertips from pro and college football to baseball, hockey, horse racing, and beyond. And with an initial sign-up bonus of 125%, you get more bang for your buck at BetUS.com. Just click on, all our, on our personalized link that can be found on all our social media accounts and start betting today at America's favorite sportsbook. There is also an online casino for those of you who like to play the tables as well. So sign up at America's favorite sportsbook today and pad your pockets at betus.com. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment brought to you by, brought to you by betus.com. Betus.com, uh, America's favorite sports book. Get all your wagers in and your props and your parlays in th- this week. Click on our, our personalized uh, uh, links and bet, bet away. Um, Jim. Deanne, you guys, uh, Jim, you're kind of a Canucks fan. Deanne, you're a, obviously you're a Leafs fan. Based on uh, location. For, for, for there, there you go. Um, and I'm a Yankee guy and I, I, there's, there's problems in Yankee land. Do, do you think that there's a problem with all of our, our, our franchises and the franchise in sports where, where, where teams get just leveled off in mediocrity and they sit there they make the playoffs. They do okay. They don't win anything, but the fans have high expectations, but the ownership groups and management groups don't. Do you think that that is a major problem throughout sports, with especially with 
with when you're the only game in town and you're and you're the the the, the biggest name in town. Whereas you can just throw throw shit in the wall and hope hope it sticks. It, uh, Jim, we'll start with you. The Canucks made the playoffs for how many years in a row? Went to the finals in 2011. I mean, you were just a young lad back then. Uh, and then back-to-back back, back to back president trophies, too. President trophies, but haven't really done a thing since. And because they were they, they were good enough every year with the Sedins and, to make the playoffs, but you, be, you become just good. You don't become yeah. great. Jim, do you, do you think there is a problem with teams in, in certain centers that just decide – this is it. We're this is what we're doing. Well, uh, as well as um, how does a decent team become a good team become a great team? Because a decent team, you, what's your big sell to get big names and good players to come to you? Well, you don't really have one. And then you're a decent team. You're making the playoffs or barely just missing out on the playoffs year after year. You're not getting any draft picks, so you're not really a fun uh, free agent location. And you're not getting any fun, any high draft picks. So you're pretty stuck. You can make a trade, but why are you so decent? Well, you don't have the players to make a trade interesting. So you either have to find a way to just get rid of everyone and hope for a good draft pick or hope for just someone getting rid of a contract or something. But if you're not going to find luck in either of those, you're just stuck being average until guys retire or guys decide to leave on their own, but then the more good players you get leaving, the less better players are going to want to come and join. And I'll admit Vancouver isn't the location most people look at. So that's another thing. We're a free agency. We're not going to do super great. People would rather go to a place in California or even Florida and live, be in a bigger market, but also nicer weather, not have to deal with how the reputation of our fan base is, which is pretty terrible known throughout the league that Vancouver doesn't have the best fans. It's just, there aren't very many options for this franchise to begin with. Deanne, you're, you're, uh, you and your family have been Leafs fans forever and ever. Like that you, you were born, born in Toronto, raised in Madison hat, but you're Leafs fans and the, the right on through your, your brother's is fanatical. Your dad's fanatical. What do you like? And you, you, you are to an extent that you you hold it in a little bit more than 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 they do. What do you think their like your your family's biggest gripe is with the Toronto Maple Leafs as they can't make that next step? They haven't won a playoff round in fourteen years. I mean, we talk about it all, all the time. Um, what do you think Leafs fans' biggest gripe is that this is what we are? And what? Why? Why can't we get any better? Like every year, we're, we have all these high hopes and high expectations, and this is what we got. What do you think a Leafs fan biggest gripe is when it comes to expectations? I have um, some against the grain opinions myself when it comes to this sort of thing. I will try to speak for my pers- my family, and say that. They blame things like coaching, um, general managers, uh, administrative issues that I personally think are neither here nor there. Because I think it comes from the top down. I think it's a culture of a team, teams that lose for a very long time. I think it has to do with the organization and not about your draft picks, 
or your trades or your salary caps or anything along those lines. Um, Lease Nation, so to speak, and maybe my family, um, every year is a new year and every year is going to be the one that it happens. And I personally don't think I'm, I will see them win a Stanley Cup in my lifetime because the culture of that organization, and I am using the lease as the main example, but I've said this repeatedly and at nauseum, and I've been made fun of for it, but it has to do with the chemistry of the people on that team. You don't need superstars. You don't need high salaries. You don't need draft picks. You need a team from the top down that the organization is breeding a culture of winning and fun. Both are hand in hand. And I know that sounds non-analytical and, you know, flighty, but I 100% believe it. If you mark down teams that are come out of nowhere and do great or dynasty teams or these teams that keep winning, the, the players get along. Everyone knows their role. That guy's the leader. The rest of us follow the example. And like a job exists like this. Any place that you work for, no matter what kind of industry you're in, it's the culture or the, or of the organization that defines whether or not you're successful. And people have worked for companies that you see them come back and go back and forth over the years and nothing changes. The employees are different. The management's different. Everything, the turnaround occurs, but the same inherent problems always are there. And it's, it's a culture of the team, a culture of the, um, of the organization. And that works like any other job on the planet, not just a sports team. That's my, I, I really like one thing you said, where you said you don't need superstars. I think that's actually really interesting because who would you say are the top four players in this league? And then who are the teams who are making any noise? None of those guys play for those teams. That's a really interesting thing there. And that's why I feel, I mean, yeah, we get excited when like, Matthews came and Marners came and and you get when these guys Tavares and came and, and Tavares was the next coming of Christ and like like Joe Thornton was fantastic but these guys like a guy like Thornton he would have been the keystone to a team that already had an, the right attitude he would have been that anchor that that old voice on on the bench that knows what he's doing and and is capable you don't need you don't need a superstar I mean look at Edmonton Look at the look at the Leafs. Like the, they probably between those two teams, they probably what have five of the top eight guys in the entire league. They ain't doing nothing. Nobody's doing nothing. But then, and I use this example all the time. You look at St. Louis. You look at teams like or teams that go deep, that go into at least the finals and don't win the whole thing. They're nobodies, but they get along. They're having fun. They're like they 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 drive like. They, yeah, I'm no. sure the Leafs are having fun. I'm sure the Canucks no. are having fun. I'm sure the players are having are fun. Because there are some teams that had some pretty players. successful seasons, like the the Oilers and, and the Flames had successful regular seasons. I'm sure that I'm sure I'm sure they're doing okay, and they're going to Cowboys afterwards, having a good time. I'm sure there isn't that's much not, much animosity. But it's it's, it's sure, more about like the culture. I'm sure, I'm sure, not having fun off the ice or off. I'm the sure they're having fun when they win when they win 50 games a season i'm sure I'm, I'm sure austin matthews was having fun when he scored 60 goals this year i'm sure that's fun 
Yeah, but he doesn't care about the team. He cares about his own statistics. And that goes a long way. There you go. It's not a winning cult. There's no winning culture with these teams. It's hard to That's break these team. habits when you have a habit of losing. You got a bunch you of like when you have a bunch of people that get together, batting together and working towards the same goal and they mean it, you can tell. That's just so it. what so what's the solution then? Do you, do you break it down to nothing and start over? Because if you're yeah. not if you're if you're not winning year after year after year as the Leafs and the Canucks and well most the Flames haven't won since 1989 the Oilers haven't won since 1992 I think it is we're we're talking here here in Alberta and Canada like I can use the same example as as being a Toronto fan look at the Jays in 2015 and 16 nobody was having more fun on the field than that those teams well, and winning is fun, right? Like it's it's right. a, it's a fun time. Well, that's another problem. You, is the cart. you, gotta, you can't put the cart before the horse. You can't be yeah. having fun just because you're winning. You have to enjoy what you're doing and have, working towards that goal before the winning starts happening. Well, and yeah, that's a problem too. Is uh, if you're getting paid, like I, said, I know way. it sounds all, mm-hmm, but <laughs> it's true. It's yeah. a sport. It's a game. Yeah. Well, and. Sorry, Jim, I cut you off. Well, I don't even remember what I was saying. Something about, <laughs> anyways. Having fun, about having fun. Right. But that's the problem is uh, losing is pretty easy. And uh, if, you're getting, if you're getting paid either way, then. That's just it. When you're getting a paycheck, losing is pretty easy. Like, you, I hate to keep harping on, because the NBA guys seem to do it a lot more than, than than most sports is they they they, they make losing pretty easy and they, they know they're not going to win you can like the nba season hasn't even we haven't started talking about free agency in, in that that league you could probably go down the nba right now and say you could go go down to, to 12 teams who aren't winning oh they're easily. not you, you yeah. probably get down to four who might Right. Yeah. And it, and it, 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 you're getting a paycheck. Losing becomes pretty easy. And like you were saying, Deanne, like, you, you, the guys in Toronto, the, the, you, I hate to harp on the, 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 uh, the Marner contract, but he's going to make that tough for that team to win with that contract. And being being a Leaf would be tough. Being a Canuck in Vancouver would be, would be tough. If you two had had a choice, would you would you okay? We'll do a, would you rather? Would you rather win a Give, give it a shot to to win a championship in your hometown because Deanne, you're from Toronto and, and Jim, I know you're from Red Deer. So Stanley Cup's being being won there, but you're basically a Vancouver I'm, kid. I'm Vancouver. Yeah. You're a Vancouver kid. Uh, although it would be interesting to see if the Red Deer Rebels win a Stanley Cup. I don't know how it's going to happen. <laughs> I don't know how they but make if, that if happen. If anyone could do it, it'd be a Sutter. But it, it's, uh, <laughs> it 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 would. Would you rather win a, a Stanley Cup in your hometown? And, or, and take the abuse to get to that to the they're, they're two tough pretty tough media markets would you rather you know what make your millions or wherever it's going to go and win a Stanley Cup elsewhere that's tough that's tough this city's scary when the Canucks are losing it's terrible that province is terrible when the Canucks are losing it's it's, it's not it's not just the, that city I don't take the train <laughs> I don't take <laughs> transit man yeah, if I, if I know the Canucks are in for a bad one, I'm like, you know, I'll stay in. It's cool. <laughs> but um, honestly, I'd like to see a championship here. I, I'd take years of being terrible, knowing that we're going to have a chance to win one someday ahead of years of being kind of okay, knowing that we're never going 100%. to. 100%. Because that way there's hope, right? 100%. Like, I, if you can see what they're doing. But right now it's like, well, Pedersen's our guy. 
come on. He's not that good. He's not that guy. He's not it. He's not that good. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. So I would take years of bad for a year of good same thing happened with the Raptors. they were bad 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 finally made it to a consistent playoff team and then they won a championship and now not really sure where they are but hey guess what we still got our championship still got and that that's team, pretty great the 17 18 19 team i can't speak to any further back but those guys were working together and we're a team uh, yeah. leading up to that for a long time and everybody knew their role and everybody knew who their leader like who the like who the go-to guys were there was a there was respect you could tell you can see it right those were great teams those were like, great teams and those were fun teams they exactly you enjoyed fun watching them it was great exactly. to watch those teams play it all connects it all it all is part of of the formula right right it but yeah they're they're it's got to be also, yeah, established who's doing what. You need to know what your job is, and you don't need to try and do more. You just need to do your job very well. And be able to take a backseat and be able to let someone else take the, you know, take the spotlight or, or whatever the case might be. Like, Brent, we watched that, um, the captain stuff, and they were talking, I mean, obviously you're extremely well-versed in, in Yankee land, but for me, there was an interesting dynamic that I learned about those years, like, what, three out of four years that they won in a row, like, when they were winning um, the World Series, and you go, like, everyone knew their role, everybody knew, like, there was a leader, they wanted to win, this is, like, you hand off, this is this guy's job, this is this guy's job, like, and they were, like, they were a machine of winning because it wasn't about payroll. It wasn't about contracts. It wasn't, a, it was about knowing the leadership and, and knowing your job and having that same drive and working together as a team, whether, whether the culture is fun and, you know, goofy, like maybe some of these Toronto teams, but at the same time, knowing that this is my job and this is what I have to do and, 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 and mean it. Why do you think that, that, like, we'll get off this quickly here because we're kind of dragging a little bit. It's, it's great content, but why do you think that other franchises and other sports and other what, whatever, why don't they, I mean, I'm sure they, well, maybe they don't. Why isn't there a, a handbook, per se, that says, do this, this, this works? This well, works. You, didn't you, Oakland try and do that? They, no, Chicago broke it down. Like Chicago broke down. They won in, in 10, 12, and 14, correct? Yeah. Yep. Right. And then the Kings, they broke it down and they and they won a they, they won two. 
Tampa. Why don't more teams and and and, and I'm, I'm going to say some drugs about my beloved New York Yankees right now. They're nibbling on 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 everything for a long time now, and they haven't done fuck all. They haven't done a thing. Well, it's just to go off that Yankee they're, they're thing. Just, they're just close and close and close. Getting close don't help you. No. In fact, it might be the opposite. I actually think it, it, it hinders your franchise because you have to overspend to get free agents to try to do something you're doing. You don't get uh, you don't get good draft picks because you you, you were kind you of successful, so well. and you don't. So just being kind of successful, I think it, it hinders your franchise. And I think a team has to bottom out, like the Chicago Blackhawks did, like the LA Kings did, like the um, most basketball teams do who end up winning. I think bottoming out is the only way to go uh, to a certain point. Like like the Tampa Bay Lightning have been really successful because they 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 tend to find a way to regroup and, and, and reload rather than having to start over. Granted having a hockey team in Tampa Bay that's successful, it's pretty easy to get free agents with no taxes and everything else. Well, it's, a, think, it's a bit, yeah, bit, always, a, bit of a difference, right? Some, like realistic, practical reasons to a couple of these situations. And just to say, just one more thing about that, the Yankee thing, and Brent, can you can fact check me on this because I'm going to, I'm probably We don't check that. facts, the 1420 podcast. Two years and two months, we have not checked facts once. There was that do, incident, there was that player that... The the player that came to to the Yankees and there was some rumor mill that happened and somebody had said something in the press and whatever, and Jeter shut that down immediately. He goes, that's not what happened. This isn't what was said. You can't behave that way or else you're like, we're not. And he was some guy traded like right after that. Like you can't start stirring the part and start acting like that and then expect you're going to have a team that works as as a unit. Right. Not the a, there is there. There's never going to be an example. I'm just making that as an example. But, but you said why uh, there's no handbook. Oak, like Oakland's a perfect example. There, there is a handbook, but it, they don't care if the franchise is making money and whatever leagues that have revenue sharing or whatever the case might be. What's the driving force to win if you don't have one or the money ball junk? They have a formula. Well, and I think Everybody another part of it, they another just don't part of the reason. It. Another reason that a handbook wouldn't work is because you can put all these numbers together, but you still can't predict an ego. Exactly. Analytics don't work. There's always a chance that this guy is going to, that there's one guy that's going to screw it up. Or one guy that can do everything perfectly for uh, quote unquote perfectly, but. Well, here Uh you go, Jim, here you go. Like the the, the New York Yankees, New York Yankees went out and got the, the, one of the greatest baseball players of all time in 2000 and 2004 and by the name of Alex Rodriguez. They won one championship and I would put money on it that they would have won more championships championships with that guy on their team. That exactly. guy was a headache from, from the day he got there. He was not a, a good teammate. He was not like a, I'm sure he's a nice guy. He whatever. But the Yankees were not the same franchise, and Jeter was not the same the same teammate and everything else when A-Rod was there and was, it was on the captain. And I don't want to be Yankee-centric here. It's on a Yankee podcast. Well, it's the same way. What, what you're saying is, I, I 100% agree, you can add all the talent you want. All right? the talent you want. Because in if, theory, if, it should if, work. If it, it's if the it same don't thing. all work. It's the same it, thing with if, Durant, if you, Irving, and Harden. It should have worked and in it didn't, theory. And not, it wasn't and even close. It didn't. It's the it same with Tatis. With Tatis. In theory, he's supposed to be this great player who does this, 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 and this, and is going to get you all these great things. Well, where's he now? Brooke has ruined himself on a motorcycle and took some PEDs. Well, way to and go. Jim, 
to what you were saying earlier about just because a guy on paper is great doesn't mean he's going to do anything. Just because a guy on paper doesn't have all the stats, you don't know who's going to go to work for you, who's going to be a workhorse, if he feels like he's valued. No, totally. And I mean, and, and to the same thing, you could put teams worth of superstars together. How did the Heat do? They all, like LeBron went there and what's his face and what's his face. They LeBron, built this, Wade, and Bosh. Yeah, yeah, they built this super team in Miami and 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 what? How's LeBron doing with the Lakers? Not you need the whole you need the collective. You have right. to. And yeah, I think only, that was another thing. The Lakers got with LeBron is is, is the COVID one in 2020. Right. Well, and I think that's another thing that really is uh the chemistry that worked between LeBron and Wade. Everyone thought, "Oh, it's just going to be that way if we get superstars together." It's like, "No, no, 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 no." They were they've been buddies. Like that this isn't just two superstars, two, three superstars together. Like, no, this was premeditated. This is a completely different thing. They didn't give a crap about playing or about winning. They just wanted to get together and be, be their buddy. Like, right. Yeah. It's it's like in, it's like in the school. What would it take for, for, we'll get off this right quick here. What would it take for say, Jim, for you as a Canucks guy, living in Vancouver now from Parksville and Deanne, you from, from Toronto uh, transplanted to medicine had now in, Le- in Lethbridge. What would it take for for your two, uh, your, your two franchises? Would one championship like this? I know it's not, it's, it's not happening anytime soon, but, <laughs> but would, would one championship be enough for both of you to be like, I'm good. For me personally, yes. I'd say definitely for the city, three to five years it would be. But then if we're not good still, then it'd be like, all right, let's go. What's next? What's next? Come on. I think for me personally, it'd be kind of like that. I, you know, that that one game in high school where I scored seven touchdowns where I'm just, yeah, no, I. Al Bundy. yeah, exactly. I've I found those I found four holes in the defense and I went for it and it worked out. And I would talk about it all the time, like, well, we may be terrible now, but you remember back in 20 whatever, we pulled it off. And so that way with the Raptors. People, oh, the Raptors sucked this year. I'm like, but they didn't. But they didn't before. Because now so, you're not paying attention anymore. Like fair yeah, weather. Right? Fair. Yeah. You, uh, feel we've proved ourselves as a franchise, right? That's the thing. It's you can't talk. We, yeah. we, we've done it more recently than you. So there you go. I feel the same way as you do. Like, and I'll use the Leafs as the example, because if I get one in my life, I'll, I'll be like a Cubs fan on, on grandparents' graves. Like I'll be happy and I'll yeah. once and that's the end of it. But the fans, they'll, they'll be the yelling. Overall for, fan base. Would they'll be yelling by the second year if they don't go deep. Yeah. Which Maybe. might very well be true, and I probably agree with them, but I, I at least got the thing that I wanted. Yeah. Oh, well, I think that, especially in Vancouver, if they win a couple one year and then the next year it's a second or third round exit, they're going to be screaming rebuild. So it's Well, at least just, can't get past round one. So Never will. Like, why are you screaming for mediocrity, for God's sakes? Like, for years, like, I can't make the playoffs. I can't make the playoffs. Now we're like, okay, let's just get past round one. Why? Why is your goal so low? 16 because minutes. they haven't done anything for so long. It's like when your mom used to tell you five more bites. It's like, <laughs> come on, just a little bit. Right? <laughs> like it's, it's not a shot at all. It's just, a, it's just, oh no, but it's true. Right. It's just trying to get something. 
No, absolutely. You're not even convinced you will. Like, yeah. For me, like the like the Yankees, they 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 make playoffs every year and low expectations. You hope they win, but it's it getting to a point now where like you know they're not winning. Like, and how many consistent game sevens can you guys lose? You can seal the series in six for like how many years now, and they just like can't do it. If, we're we're going to get hurtful and everything else here. Oh. Podcast, but whatever. It's just, <laughs> anyways. No, anyways. The fourth uh, good, good conversational. I agree. Like, I think it's, eventually some teams got to bottom out, and you, you can't get to, total rock bottom because now you know, your you salary cap and everything else. And uh, it, it's it's tough to do, but uh, it's, it's, it's hard as a sports fan to, to watch your team be, be close for so long, and then you're just there. Like you're just here, you're just there, whatever. We're not winning, and to, to go into a season with low expectations, like the football season starting up now, it's got to be tough for most for most sports fans, knowing that their team's not going to win. Jim, we'll end this now. If when can you just turn it off and go? I'm just going to watch the game and enjoy it. I don't care if my team wins or loses. Uh, Can you ever get Deanne or Deanne? Do you ever see yourself getting to that point either where you just watch the game, enjoy it. And then that's it. Never. Mm, I can. I can do it for Olympics. Olympics. Totally for Canucks a couple of years ago, I want them to win, but if they lose, I'm not up in arms. It's more of a, well, it is what it is kind of thing. Yeah. I'd yeah, I can do it for Olympics 20... because Canada wins a lot. And then when we lose, I'm like, that's okay. Yeah. For me, I'd say 2019 is when I started to really like yeah, three years ago. I started to be like, you know what? We've been down this road. No <laughs> use letting it ruin any more days. So I kinda <laughs> right. If we win, yeah. great. If we lose, less great, but I'll still be okay, is kind of how I look thing at about it. Baseball and hockey, though, is that Every year when the Leafs are beginning to lose and blow it, baseball season's starting. So I can watch the Jays. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. So I think with um with me, yeah, it's I'm I'm kind of there where I'd like them to win, but I'm not going to have a fit, throw a fit if they don't, because it's more or less expected. It's been a mediocre team for a very, very long time. That's tough being mediocre. Right. No that's, excitement. That's really tough. With Can't talk about how bad they are. Can't talk about how how great they are and get excited. Can't talk about how bad they are because everyone's there's teams that are way worse. Yeah, You're being mediocre is uh, it's a mediocre thing. It's being mediocre. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's not a good thing. Anyways, the fourteen twenty sports podcast. Four viewers sports talking a whole lot more. About, brought to you by BetUS and BetUS.com. Put uh, twenty bucks down on BetUS.com today. Pad your pockets and, uh, and click on our personalized link. Make some money and uh, help support the show. You are never too old or too cool to show support for your favorite team. Fans Edge, who's an affiliate of Fanatics, has everything a sports fan could possibly be looking for. From hats to apparel to giftware and memorabilia, Fans Edge is the place for you. With hassle-free returns, free shipping on order of over 100 bucks in Canada, and free shipping on all orders in the continental United States, Fans Edge makes it easy to get what you want when you want it. 
just click on the link on our Twitter and Facebook accounts and that will take you directly to our Fans Edge affiliate pages and you can start shopping. Every time you purchase something from there, it supports the 1420 Sports Podcast as we get a percentage and that's a good thing. So go to Fans Edge today for all your fan gear needs. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer with sports talk, and a whole lot more brought to you by SeatGeek and SeatGeek.com. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today. Uh, Jim, Jimmy Valentine, a.k.a. Uh, all, all of it all, Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, what I used to call you <laughs> back in uh, years and years ago. Uh, <laughs> your first EP came out, Poser. Uh, it's out on Spotify now. It's been out for about a month and a half now. You you, you work really hard getting your getting your music out there. You're out there playing music, and you're, you're with the Apollos, with the, uh, the dad band, as, as you called it. Uh, or as they called it, uh, you're out playing all the time and you, you got, you got things going on. You went to school, Jim, what's been the most rewarding part so far about how your music, uh, I'll, I'll say career, what, what's been the most rewarding part thus far about, uh, what you've accomplished in, in a very short period of time. I mean, you, it's not that long ago you were in high school and then you moved to Vancouver, you went to school. Um, what's been the most rewarding part so far about your, uh, your, your, your music career? Um, honestly, just being able to say that I did it, that I've, you know, actually done what I've said I've always wanted to start doing. I've actually gone and released music and started making it all myself and that I'm able to go into Spotify and find myself in there. It's completely just, it does seem a little bit of a it's a big ego boost too. It's cool to be able to say, yeah, I'm on Spotify. You should, you should check it out. You know, you not feeling right now, like when you do when you produce the video and uh, there's my site right here where you point up. And, like, yeah, I'll just put in a little, little clip here. On here. Yeah, totally. But yeah, it's been, and being able to um, show people what I do and what I love doing so much on a very accessible platform and just anyone can now see it. And I, I, I don't have to be, oh, well, here, let me pull up my phone and show you kind of what I do. I could just say, well, yeah, look this up and you'll find me. You'll find five, my five songs out there. And that is honestly one of the coolest things ever is just, yeah, being able to say that I, I'm actually doing it. It's pretty admirable. It's pretty exciting yeah. that you it is really exciting I mean, you've done more than most people do and they like i want to do this and you're doing it right yeah i didn't want to be i didn't want to just talk about it forever so i thought well no might as well just learn how to do it instead of waiting around and hoping that someone else will come along and do something for me i mean same thing with with this whole show it's like well why don't we just do it let's just 
Well, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's like put, putting content out there. It's 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 a daily grind. It's a lot of you know, lots of going through your mind on it, on a minute to minute basis. How we can get you can get more listeners and more totally. clicks and whatever it is, and and just hope that the, the masses could go out there. There's because there's so many. I mean, there's so many musicians out there, and there's so many podcasts out there, and everything else. It does become a bit of a grind. Uh, speaking of that grind, what do you find the most challenging part of? Uh, having poser out there and and getting it out there is is the most challenging part between the ears or is it is it just challenging just to try to figure ways to get people to listen to it or or do you or do you just hope that it it catches on because like i i mean i go through it on a minute to minute base where i'm I'm thinking okay how do i get people listen to our show how do i get people to click on this click on that and you put a thousand things out there and you hope yeah. something sticks uh jim what's been the most challenging part for you not just with you you, you had the, your your first six, uh single over with back i think it was in yeah i want to say february. april february it was february february and then, yeah so that so that came out it was a great great song and then poser came out what's yeah. been the most challenging part for you uh other than not getting your hair cut uh, <laughs> what's been the most challenging part for you uh with your with the, the jimmy valentine brand and poser being out and uh, over with and everything else what's, what's been the most challenging part for you damn i was gonna say finding a barber but you said not to say that so <laughs> <laughs> no it's been finding i an found audience. you one in nanaimo but you wouldn't take it <laughs> last take time i got my haircut was there and they jacked me up man that place jacked me up and i decided there uh never again no in all serious uh no um yeah finding an audience finding your audience and finding your niche has been the biggest challenge because you can take as much time as you need to make something and put it out whenever you're ready. But once you have it out there, the biggest part is, well, now I really have to worry about like, you know, people, whether are they going to like this or they're going to want to listen to it. And if I find those people who are, are going to want to, well, where are they? How do I reach them? How do I figure out the Spotify algorithms, Instagram algorithms, all the, this stuff to reach the right people, not only the people who would, take the time to go and listen, but the people who would listen to the whole thing and add to their playlist and then end up showing people and the songs that, you know, find the people that would actually enjoy what I'm putting out there and what I'm saying, what I'm making. So there's we're still figuring that out. Right. Cause then there's also the uh, playlist pitching that you have to do with Spotify and then with radio and stuff, you have to find the right fit and i've been turned down from so many saying great music great song love the song it just doesn't fit we want a more this sound we want a more that sound it's like ah well they sent me this place and they're like oh no no no, we should send you to this guy i'm like ah no they sent me to you ah so it's it's finding your place now is the biggest challenge because it's i'll admit like the kind of music i make is somewhat like a niche genre where it's a certain kind of people that are really going to gravitate towards it so uh, it's also a part of breaking into that kind of that that scene where you also have the 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 gatekeeping thing where you they, they everyone needs like you need to be respected by also the other artists and all that because if you're not then people aren't going to seek you out and people aren't going to feel like you're legitimate when it comes to this kind of music 
So the biggest that's, thing. That's the, a really great point. Like I never really thought of that. Like the gatekeeping that you said that exists. Yeah. Oh because yeah. Every, every genre, every type, every scene, like you said, has has their click. Right. Totally. And then, like, it's known as a huge thing in the rock genre and the rock scene. And then, especially even more when you get into the kind of style okay. that I am, which is the pop punk uh, emo kind of the punk scene it's very gatekeepy clicky. So that's another thing is not only do the people who just listen, but the people who have always listened in the day oneers and also the, the bands who either found all the success or didn't quite find the success they wanted to also have to respect what you do. So it's navigating all of that. And, One of the and, biggest things that I found, Jim, like with our with our show that you're you're a big part of, uh, yeah, probably the big. You, I mean, you listen more than anybody does uh, <laughs> to this thing. Uh, the the biggest thing that I found is that you you only get one chance with most people to listen to either a song or to to the podcast or whatever it is, or to to see a tweet or whatever or an Instagram mm-hmm. post where people will tune you out really quick. You get one chance for eight eight billion people, right? And th- there's enough people in this world where there, there there's enough room for everyone to 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 make a go of it in the podcast world, in the music world. There's enough situations out there where you can make a, a couple of bucks here and there. My, the, the, for me, the hardest thing is is making sure you put something out there that people are going to listen to and like and hopefully and not not like facebook like that they're going to like enjoy. And, they, and they'll enjoy it and they, they will talk to somebody about the show you could retweet and like on facebook you you have to get people to you have to get people to like your show enough or your music enough where they will talk to somebody away yeah. from you about your music or your show to right. me that that's the, that that's the biggest thing that i that i find because you you can you can put it out there all you want you need people to talk about your content yeah well and you also need to hook them in quick right because you know there's so many and because there's so much short attention span well oh this doesn't hook me right whatever i'll find something else right now if i don't like that find something else again right now so you need to, within the first 15 to 30 seconds, you've got to have something that makes them want to really stick around. Yeah. Because if you have this long drawn out, drawn out intro or whatever it's going to be, people don't care yet. That's another thing. You got to give them a reason to first before you expect them to. Well, Deanne, we were laughing about this months ago, how back in the day there was records and then it mm-hmm. went to tapes and then it went to CDs, and then it went to MP3, and then it went to Spotify, and blah blah blah. And yeah, now it's all streaming. So now it's streaming. Back in the day, you used to have to put effort into change to change the song. Yeah. Now you don't. You just right. go next. Right next. Yeah, now, at, now at most, you got to go uh and pull your phone out of your pocket. That's at most. <laughs> you can hit next twenty times, do. and that's yeah. it. Right. And most things have on the headphones. You can just tap, and you're. Skip and there was B sides of stuff that people will never come across now. Sometimes, right? Because oh, you yeah. in and say the title track is the one you bought the album for. You're gonna probably sit there and listen to the whole thing out unless you want to rewind and fast forward, and rewind and fast forward, or move or move the needle back over and over. You heard more of a record or more of an album 
before yeah. because it took effort not to. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's easier to just, it was easier to I, I, yeah, just I, let it yeah. go and just hear it I all. Don't See, I'm not taking a shot at like age or anything like that with you, Jim, totally. but do it. there's a lot of like, there's a lot of artist music that for years, the one song would finish and my, my brain automatically hears the beginning of the next song that was on the album because I, you'd yeah. always listen to it in that same order all the time. Now you don't. Pardon? Now we don't. Now you don't, right? Your song is just a standalone thing, which yeah. ruins like the, 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 the flow of an album or of a, of the a record. The flow of an album, the, the collective of, say, an art piece, and, and especially with the fact that what you're doing, or a podcast or whatever, what you're doing is essentially an art form. So it's it, it makes, it, there's a vulnerability to it, totally. right? When you're putting something out there that you created, what regardless of what kind of content or what format it is, you... I'm not saying people want validation, but you still want a response or else why, then why put it out into, into the universe? Keep it for yourself. Right. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting. Cause it's like to age myself and make myself sound like a dork. Um, rock sets album joyride. It was a long album. I think if I'm, if I stand, remember correctly, it was like 18 or 19 tracks. Mm-hmm. And I would listen to that. I loved, loved that tape, but every, every song, everyone loves rock set. The song would finish, and I knew that the next one was supposed to start right after. And it's almost like it was one long thing. Yeah, it was. It's telling a story. I mean, the album is the story of, of all that. Like all the lots songs. Lots of artists have done that over the years. Yeah, like the whole album or, or concepts, which are very rarely made now because no one listens to the whole thing. Yeah. Right. Well, and that's a funny thing is yeah, just even choosing the order of how we were putting it all together was an exhausting part of it too. Like I remember I was, yeah, like showing friends. I'm like, okay, this is what I was thinking, but I could also do this. And I'm like, so which, like, which flows better? What order should I do? And here's why I did this, but, oh, I might do this. And they're like, dude, it's fine. I'm like, no, we just don't get it. Like, and they're like, well, everyone's just going to go to your page and probably hit shuffle or just hit your most popular song and go from there. And I'm like, but, but you're not getting what I'm trying to say. Right. It's got to, for me, I mean, I like still do do flow. that. When there's certain artists that release music, certain artists that I'm fans of, when they have a whole new, like, obviously, I'm always going to listen to the lead singles and I'm going to decide whether or not I like them, whatever. But when an album yeah. comes out and actually gets released, I always listen. To I listen to it through. Yeah. Because there's a purpose and there's a flow or there might be a story or whatever, and right? Nothing's done haphazardly with this. Everything is thought through. There's. Yeah. There's a reason for it all. So that's another thing is like, it's, I meant, it was meant to be listened to this way, especially the first time when I hear, when you hear it the first time, I want you to hear it the way I planned on you hearing it. Then you can do whatever you want with it after. Yeah, exactly. And then, Hey, I like that song. Didn't like that one. Then go ahead, add whatever you want to your playlist. Exactly. Have fun, have at her. But the first time like that also, yeah, that's, that's a part of it. Humor me. Do it my way. Exactly. Just, just, just once, just once it's, it's 17 minutes out of your life. Come on now. <laughs> and that's what I, I said about our show too, Jim and, and your, your music as well. I said, just give us a shot once. If you don't like it, you don't like it, but you might, right. you might. And, and that's, and that's all I think you're asking and, and I'm asking and other content creators and, and everything that happens. We're not, we're, we're, we're 
indie podcasters, indie musicians, and everything else. Exactly. You, yeah. you, you just want people to give it a shot. Right. And, and, and you, right. if you like it, great. And if you don't, well, I'll move right. on to the yeah, next Yeah, exactly. Everyone. Yeah, great. Take take the a little bit of time out of your day. Give it a go. Because what we waste is- like all, all of us waste a lot of time throughout the day where we keep like I listen to a lot of indie podcasts throughout the day. A ton. Yeah. A ton of people. Uh, a guy that listens to a lot, my my main man, especially Jim, the fan of the van podcast. I yep, listen to him. Like, as soon as, soon as he comes out with a new one, I'm on it. Like he's yeah, it, it's it. great. It's fun. He swears, he laughs, he's good. It's a great show, and that, that man should be making a lot of money one day doing doing this for a living. Um, um, I don't know where I found it, but I did, and I like it, and I hope other people, because I've said it enough. Yeah, you bring they, it up almost they, that they every, once a week well. at least. You bring it up. They, they, they should listen to, to Jim as as much as I do because it's it's a great twenty it's twenty nine minute show before he before he goes to work during the day. I think it's important for for people to really support each each other in this crazy yeah. world because, I mean, I've said before on our show, if you want to listen to ESPN stats, watch ESPN. We're not giving you that. Like if you want, yeah, exactly. and, and then you're and you with your music, if if you want to to listen to 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 Kiss ninety seven point whatever, that's not what you're doing. But there there yeah. is room for for your music out there because there are people who like your like the music you're putting out there and there, it's gonna yeah, give it a right? shot. there is that audience there and all yeah the you'll find your people oh totally there's people, people all over people that, like that are all kinds like of bizarre stuff right and well and that's the one podcast. thing that's the one thing is how much do you love when you discover something new that your friends haven't found yet whether it's a right, band right. a podcast a show a movie how and- Right? How much do you it. love being? Hey, I've got a wreck for you. You guys have got to check. You this need out. to check this out. And then when they do and they love it, how great is that? That's Brent, another I've thing. About these guys before in I want to say 07 or 08 when I was at the newspaper, I came across a podcast, and I think it was on like Apple Music that was just built into your Mac back then, mm. where you can do like, streaming radio and whatever and it was a radio station out of new york city and there was a podcast called keith and the girl oh. and it was a guy and a girl they were dating and they were comedians and it was not safe for work like tons of swearing tons of crude content but they would just talk about like day-to-day lives and it wasn't it wasn't sports it wasn't it was kind of maybe current events and just yeah. about their life they were fledgling like they were doing it out of their apartment and yeah. like it was just, I loved, I would try to tell everybody under the sun about this show that I used to love. I still do, but I just haven't listened as much. But now there's like 15 years later, they do tours. They're successful. They make an absolutely huge living doing this. I may, I remember in 07 or 08, like I said, I went out of my way to find their website because I don't think Facebook was around yet to yeah. buy a t-shirt because I wanted to support this show. Like, I mean... This grassroots stuff exists out there. It just, totally. you just got to find the people. Well, yeah, right. That's, that's the thing. It's pretty, yeah, it's fun. And it's fun discovering things. Like I have, I have a friend actually uh, who took the same program that I did uh, a semester later that I met. He's from the city and he's been releasing music for a while now. And he's starting to like really like blow up and he's, getting features with some pretty big artists and like it's fun and i i go home and i'll see people from high school be like oh 
I know what kind of music you're gonna love this guy. His name is Gurley. He's doing great stuff. Definitely, and I recommend him to almost everyone because I'm just like I I I like his stuff. I like him as a guy. He's just great, great guy, super hard worker, but also. It's, also, it's it's awesome to get in the ground floor with people, right? It's it's nice I to say. Hey, I think you. you would like this. Mm-hmm. Well, here's totally. hoping that we we both, uh, Jim, keep keep growing our brands a little bit. You got to Jimmy Valentine and Poser going. I got we got the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast going. Foul tips the whole bit, and we're 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 a lot bigger than we were two years ago at this point with uh, your, your your music and, and 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 my show. Uh, it was, let's let's keep growing it and everything else. It's been a lot of fun growing it. Just uh, hope that uh, like I said the 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 stuff between the ears gets a little bit tougher than putting the content out because you, you get, you're thinking, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? But uh, at the end of the oh, day, we totally. put, put out some stuff and how, and we have some laughs when, when it takes one, one like and a click and a retweet or whatever it is that, that makes you realize why you keep doing it. And uh, it's, right. it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot of work that people don't understand. It's a lot more work than I thought it was going to be, but, yeah. uh, but we're still, we're still with, with your music and, and our, and our podcast, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're doing it on a daily basis. So it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a good thing. It's a lot, a lot more work people realize please people listen to to jim's show or to jim jim's music poser listen to the podcast because it's uh, it's a lot of fun anyways the 1420 sports bar podcast we're gonna be back in a, like five seconds with uh, trivia i've done this in a long time jim versus deanne the two producers meeting up each, against each other the 1420 sports bar podcast four beer sports talking a whole lot more Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.